You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1462. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Horses in the Morning podcast here on Horse Radio Network. Stacy McGill from the University of Kentucky joins show co-hosts Glenn and Jamie to discuss her research on air quality in barns. Well, hi, Stacy. Thank you for joining us this morning. You know, I was just, uh, the other day we had uh, uh, one of our listeners on who was a lawyer and her husband was a lawyer, and we have so many listeners that are doctors and everything. And now we have you who's pursuing a master's degree in biosystems and agricultural engineering at University of Kentucky. I don't even know what that means. Um, so <laughs> we are so lucky to have very smart guests and very smart listeners, and then there's Jamie and I. So... Uh, we we appreciate you coming down to our level to chat with us today. Absolutely. I'm very excited. We all know that horses tend, especially very competitive horses, tend to be in more than I think they used to be. So uh, I think there used to be more turnout, especially if you get down to areas like Wellington and places like that where turnout is practically non-existent. In your studies, did you discover that there is an issue with more horses having more breathing problems now than 20 years ago? So we have not expressly looked at that, but we have been focusing on kind of what's going on in that barn stall microenvironment. Uh, but we do know that particles um, and odors and some of the, you know, the dust and everything does tend to build up in barns the more horses are in. So you follow that logic. The more horses, you know, the longer horses are in, the more of these pollutants, for lack of a better term, that build up. Therefore, the worse off the air quality can potentially be if you don't have a proper barn design to help move out all of those, 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 um, the stuff that we don't want our horses or us breathing in. So let's get back to the fans then a little bit, because everybody goes out and buys. They all, I mean, how, how many box fans are in stalls in America? About a million, right? So, uh, right. And, and, and everybody buys box fans. And like us, we live in Florida, so, you know, it's a little hot. Um, and we're putting box fans, and we have them up in the upper corner, and they're pointing down. And did you, ha did you discover anything about types of fans and direction and where they should be and all of that? So we did. Um, I actually had a lot of fun doing this and we looked at box fans as well as the, um, the high volume fans, the circular ones that do push quite a bit of air. Yep. You also see those. Yep. And what we, we looked at on um, being mounted in the rafters as well as on the stall walls. And then one of the barns that we did, uh, the only way to get fresh air was actually through the stall door. So we looked at that as well. And one of the things that is, is interesting is that hot air rises, which we all know, um, or it's a common, you know, we hear hot air rises. And so when you mount fans up in the rafters, what typically happens, depending on where in the, the barn you have mounted it, you potentially are actually bringing all of that hot air and, and the dust 
and everything back down into your stall. I never thought about that before. Now, right? So, but if you position the fan, uh, so when we when we talk about air quality, it pretty much goes hand in hand with with making sure that there's good ventilation. And when I say good ventilation, I mean that we are bringing in fresh air, fresh outside air as much as possible. And so if you have constructed the barn and you have good um, openings at your eaves, uh, so where the roof and the walls meet, and that's where you mount your fan and you're pulling air in, you may actually and most likely are bringing fresh air in from the outside directly into your, into your barn rather than if it's positioned towards the peak of your barn where you would most likely be pulling in, you know, recycling air that has already been through the barn. God. Okay. Well, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Now I, I see in Florida, you know, our barns tend to be more open. So, you know, they're, they're above the stalls. It's open to the outside. We, we don't, I mean, there are closed barns, but not a lot of them. Do you? Right. We so I see a lot of the barns here. They're putting the fans on the stall door. Uh, and from what you're saying, that might sound like a better place to put it because then at least it's the you know the hot air still rising and not being yes. shot back down. <laughs> yes, and and often um, we see that if you are pairing uh, your your fans on stall doors or putting your fans on stall doors, you want to make sure that you're pairing it uh, with good aisleway ventilation. Uh, so for instance, the barn that I have where my horses are, I have great air movement through my aisleway, but I don't have quite as great movement from the aisleway into my stalls. So the fans on the doors work well for me to move that fresh air from the aisleway into my stalls. And so that's where Fans aren't necessarily, you know, reducing the temperature of the barn or producing air speeds that will actively cool the horses, but they potentially do move fresher air into stalls or into where the horses are, which then pushes the stale air out uh, and facilitates that uh, air exchange. So Jamie built a barn here this year, uh, in the past year in Oklahoma. Jamie was, you know, you dealt with professional builders. Was was air quality? Was air movement? Was was any of that a concern, or did they bring it up? Oh my gosh, Glenn! Let me remind you who, what company built my barn? Uh, Morton built my barn, and and you know this doesn't mean to be a com uh, commercial for them, but like that is the main concern is is airflow. So what she was saying about like. When you go up to the, the top of the roof, uh, the top of the wall where it meets the roof, it's all like a mesh, uh, metal mesh thing that goes around. So the airflow goes through. I had Dutch doors put in that stay open all the time and the horses can put their heads in the aisleway or outside the door. We have fans installed. And also Morton has, uh, the thing at the roof of the barn that you turn on and it sucks all the air up through the top of the roof. So it's like continuing oh, that hot air out. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, uh, with that barn and, and when you're building with a company that's reputable like that, it's the, it's such something everybody thinks about. I mean, it's a really big deal. So, um, I feel comfortable and everything I'm hearing, I'm feeling like I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that you brought up a really good point is either exhaust fans up in, you know, that peak in that, uh, the top of the barn, or even just ridge openings um, or properly working cupolas, 
actually, that's what it is called. Thank you. Well, cupola. <laughs> yes. The, the, yeah. The cupolas, all of that, um, the cupolas and the ridge vents um, are kind of a more passive that it'll just naturally change over versus an exhaust fan, which will actively pull air out of your barn. All of that is amazing for ensuring that that fresh air gets into the stalls and into the barn. Huh. Look, you did something right, Jamie. Look at you. You know, Glenn, if, if you're going to quiz me on one thing, building a barn that is easy to work around and is good for my horses would be the number one thing I actually have knowledge about. <laughs> Efficiency and airflow and ease of use. Those are all the things that I'm going to consider. Again, if you told we've, me to put a car together, I would ha- I'd be like, here's a wagon. Let's go. We've been doing you know? this 10 years and we finally found something that Jamie knows something about. Good. This is great. I, 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 I definitely feel like I succeeded in this, but <laughs> that's also I'm, I'm in, I'm 40. So it's, it took me that long to be able to get a place like this. I mean, I've boarded at facilities oh, well. that are just detrimental to the horses. Well, you know, which ones we grew up health. in Pennsylvania, they're all bank barns. And, and when I lived in Ohio, I mean, they're it's all like, bank barns, shut it down, right? Close it up. <laughs> uh, bank barns are the worst because your horses usually go in the bottom and the hay goes in the top. The ceilings are low. There's no ventilation at all because they were made for cows and converted the horses. Um, and, and that's very common in the Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, we do see that a lot. Um, if, if there were two things that I could do to almost any barn that I went in, it would be to take the hayloft out or to make sure that the hayloft wasn't over the stalls and to install some sort of outlet in the roof and inlet in the walls or the eaves. And that would, that would solve a lot of um, potential ventilation issues. Interestingly, some of the best barns ventilation-wise are old tobacco barns. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they I were made for ventilation. That. That's what they had to have ventilation, right? Exactly. As long as they haven't been, you know, had metal siding put around them, uh, tobacco barns provide some of the best uh, air quality and ventilation for horses and any animal. Now, now uh, explain why that is for those who haven't lived in Kentucky or seen the tobacco barns. Uh, so tobacco barns were designed to be open so that air could move through them so that as the tobacco was hanging after it had been harvested, it could dry. And a lot of uh, horse owners have bought old tobacco farms, and so they have converted the tobacco barns into horse stalls. And some of them have put the metal the metal siding around them, but there are still a lot that it's just the wood siding and the doors have all been, all the little slats have been kind of nailed closed so they don't swing. Um, and that just allows the air to, to move through it um, and, and keep that, that fresh air changing. So basically for those who are having a hard time, you picture going through Kentucky, you'll see these big giant black buildings and structures and those are tobacco barns and those on the wall the slats go up and down and those pivot like they open it's the weirdest thing so that's how the airflow went across the tobacco and dried it out then to be sold so uh, it, uh let me tell you something else about those barns they're the coldest dang place in the winter you've ever i was been. just gonna <laughs> say the snow comes in and there's a blizzard you've got 10 inches of snow over everything in your barn <laughs> it's, like... it's so cold but it's amazing in the summer <laughs> They're amazing in the summer. Um, And we do have to remember that horses are actually comfortable, more comfortable in slightly colder temperatures than humans are. 
So the horses are probably, as long as there's not snow piling up, um, the horses are actually probably quite happy in it, especially if they have, you know, good hay and potentially a blanket if they need that. Uh, it's the humans that stand there and go. It's yeah, so it's the horse husbands like things. me that have to go out and feed that don't like it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Stacy, this has been absolutely fascinating. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. I, I got to ask you about one other thing. And I, I know you might not comment about this, but you see in a lot of getting back to the indoors, you see. In oh, lot, my God. I thought you were going to ask her who she voted for. Jeez. Oh, no. No. Oh, I do have an election update. The one guy still has won a lot of states. The other guy has won a lot of states and there's still more states. So it hasn't changed. Um, so, Stacy, the uh, the big ass fans. So we all know what they yeah. are, and we see them now. They're very expensive, by the way. Uh, but you see them now going in indoor arenas. Is that a good thing? Fans can be very useful tools if you know why you want them and what what the purpose for them is. So it's not that they're a bad thing. It's not that they're a great thing. Some arenas, they need them. Some, you may not. And it, it really just depends on, on what you're looking for. And I know that is a total non-answer. That, uh, you could have run for office and been the, voted on last night with that answer, Stacey. <laughs> uh, it goes back to the, to, the, to the question about do fans work in barns and installs. Well, the real answer is, is it depends. What do you want it to do? So there are arenas that definitely can benefit from more air movement and big ass fans do that. They, they move a lot of air uh, and they help tremendously. And I, especially in a barn that say the horses are under the same roof as the arena or they're around the arena, that's probably a facility that could benefit from something like a big ass fan to move air through uh, some of your other arenas. They could just benefit from having more windows and more doors open and making sure that you have those ridge openings just because you don't have the horses producing dust and you don't have the hay and the bedding and the ammonia in your arena doesn't mean that it doesn't still need that ability for fresh air to come in. And so having more inlets and outlets so that the air can come in through the inlets and leave through the outlets is good. Uh, but a big ass fan uh, could potentially be something that is very valuable as well. All right. Now, one final question. Are you an inventor? Uh, so I have invented for a, a number of years and have recently been moving more into show jumping. Okay. So you you want to break less bones? Oh, is that the idea? <laughs> I will not comment on, <laughs> on that. Thank you, Stacey. Uh, she should be a politician. Yeah, she, you really should be running for office. Stacy. thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. All right, take care. Well, there you have it. Horse Radio Network has thousands of engaging podcasts for horse people, and you can have them sent right to your phone. Just subscribe via your favorite podcast player. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>